welcome to You Heard Me Right, a podcast that brings people together through creativity, collaboration, and colorful conversation. I'm your host, Casey. Today's episode is for anyone who is brave enough to open their hearts to new possibilities, both good and bad. Or not. (laughs) The topic for today's show is... Reset. So we're actually going to do a quick reset ourselves right now, but we'll be coming right back at you. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You heard me right. Quest of Hearts. Level one, start. Okay, so over the course of the commercial break, I kind of ended up getting trapped in a video game somehow. It's a long story. Anyway, apparently my task is to save some prince dude who's being held captive in a tower by like a dragon monster. I mean, I guess. Okay, here I go. You lose. Aw. Ow. That was surprising and painful. Well, I guess it's a good thing I have plenty of lives, because it looks like I might be here for a while. In the meantime, why don't we introduce you to today's guest writer, Trey. Hi, my name is L. Trey Wilson. I'm an actor, writer, director, producer, facilitator, and teacher. I percolate on something for a while, so I I allow it to just kind of sit with me. I don't do any writing about it. I contemplate it for a while. I think about it. I I have some initial thoughts, but I kind of like want to leave the space clear for a little bit. Because that's what Reset brought to mind. It thought, you know, we're all on this journey, whether it be relationship life or friends or work or everything— we often have to reset. We have to recalibrate. We have to find our way into a new space, figure out who we are in this new space. And then, for whatever reason, sometimes that space changes. Trey will now read his written piece entitled, Reset. Reset. <sighs> reset. Put yourself out there. Take risk. There's someone for everyone. Don't settle. Know what you want. Play the field. Make room for the new. Be open. Make a list. Go for it. We meet, we greet, good conversation, nice date, nice night, nice time, nice person, really nice, so nice, but no heat. Does there have to be heat? So nice, but no heat. Oh, no, the end. (sighs) Reset. Clean slate, clear head, the right one is out there. Do affirmations, don't commit, be willing to commit, be patient, think positively, don't rush into things, go with the flow. 
We meet, we greet. So far, so good, so nice, so cool, so smart, so fun, so hot. There's heat, lots of heat. I like you. You like me too? As a friend, oh, no. The end. <sighs> Reset. Have you tried the apps, looked at this site, gone to that bar, club, restaurant, opening, closing, party, event? Do something different. Think outside the box. Try something new. We meet, we greet, really nice, and cute, and kind, and thoughtful, and caring, and sexy. You could be the one for me. You're going where? For how long? What? Oh, no. The end. <sighs> Reset. Take your time. Just a matter of time. Love yourself. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell everyone that you're looking. Stop looking. Don't be desperate or anxious or horngry. Just has to be the right place. Space, time, state of mind. Don't give up. Remain open when you least expect it. Oh, no. Stop. <sighs> Reset, but not the end. Level one, start. Uh, uh, okay, okay, I'm getting the hang of this now. Whoa, super jump. Yes, got some extra coins on that one. Okay, Prince, here I come. You lose. You know what? Maybe I should try practice mode for a while. And while I do, meet the first of today's guest audio artist, Camille. My name is Camille Stennis, born and raised West Los Angeles. I am an audio producer, sound design, executive producer, head of production. You name it, I've probably done it at this point. So this felt so freeing. Like, I got my part of it done so fast because I was like, oh, this is great. There's no strings attached to it. Like, I'm just going to knock this out because it's something I've been wanting to. You gave me a reason to just create music without it being attached to something. Like, even though I do it for podcasts, like I'll sound design whole projects and stuff for podcasts and I enjoy it, it's not fully my, my idea. Um, so this was great. I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Level one. Start. You lose. I literally haven't even done anything yet. How did I die already? This quest doesn't make any sense, and it's super hard, and I keep getting my feelings hurt, and I hope that our second audio artist, Ryan, can maybe help me understand what's going on here. Hi, my name is Ryan Elin. I am 27 years old. I am from San Diego, California, currently living in Los Angeles, and I am a recording artist. Every person is different. Like some people really thrive and there's like a very structured set of instructions. But for me, I was very much like, okay, this, this just feels like I get to pretty much write whatever I want. One of my biggest goals was to write songs that make me feel uncomfortable because I feel like pushing the boundary, you get a really organic song out of it. But for me, it was just really hard to kind of dive to that place. And I think too, like a lot of how I feel is how a lot of other people are feeling, but they're too afraid to say something about it. Well, folks, it ain't happening. At least not this time. The prince will just have to wait. Maybe for me, maybe for somebody else, who knows? The important thing is that I kept on trying until I didn't feel like trying anymore. So, you know what? I'm going to take a break and 
focus on myself. Actually, we could all probably use a break right now. And maybe there'll be three lovely guest artists waiting for us in the tower when we get back. Game over. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So, Trey and Ryan and Camille, welcome to You Heard Me Right. I've been sort of calling it, like, Hollywood, but I'm not going to call it that anymore because it's— that's bad. <laughs> you are one of our LA cohorts and so happy to be here with you. We are now going to listen to the audio responses to Trey's written piece. And I hope that you're excited to hear what your writing has inspired. I'm very excited. Good. I'm excited for you to hear it. Um, I guess I've just been sort of like, whoever's next to me, that's who we start with. So let's start with uh, Camille's sonic response. So now we will hear Ryan's sonic response. It's hard to find someone in the city Cause it's making everyone lonely 
Ryan, I'll, I'll just say for me, thanks, girl. Camille's piece was like dating in my 20s, and Ryan's <laughs> piece is dating in my 30s. Trey, what, what are your thoughts right now? <laughs> That's literally. I am floored. I am so floored. I I'm I'm stunned. I'm I'm so amazed, and I'm pretty speechless. I just think both of you did such an amazing thing with that. Really, really phenomenal. And it feels, and I don't know either of you at all. <laughs> That's the weird part. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But it feels like, no, I feel like I learned something about both of you from listening to your music. Both of you. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That's fantastic. Wow. <laughs> so, um... Did you know what the title of the piece was? You were not told. The title right. of the piece was actually the word that was given to Trey to start off this sort of chain reaction. So I removed it. But I'm curious to know if either of you want to like take a stab at like what that word could have been. Dating sucks. <laughs> yes. I'm literally, like you put 20s. <laughs> at least just... for me in Los Angeles, that's like that's where I made my song. I was like, this is literally. The turmoil, the like, yeah, this is gonna be it, this relationship. It does, and you're like, great. And you're just like, it kind of for me felt like I was constantly coasting. And so that's why I went for the sound that I went for, for that yeah. LAG funk vibe. Because like, for me, that was my soundtrack to my dating in my 20s. I'm 30 now, so it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> but that's definitely like, for me, that's what that soundtrack was. Your writing was like straight to the point, too. I'm, like, making my music to the point. And, like, I feel like yours is, like, very clearly saying what you're trying to say. Thank the you. phases of dating. I yeah. was like, I can relate. I feel like everybody can relate to that. Yeah. 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 Were you going to say something, Ryan? No, I mean, I completely agree. I think, too, for me, like, the the main theme that I was kind of using was, like, everyone in L.A. in particular, because I wanted to still, like, apply it to, like, my experience so you get, like, an, an authentic response. I think, too, like... There's like a lot of shallow people in LA and that was like a big theme that I wanted to play on too. And I thought like with the theme of dating as well, just kind of being like an overwhelming theme for the piece was just really, really nice to bounce off of because um, I'm hopelessly single. So it was really, really great for me to be able to share my despair and depression through a sonic response in a really, really fun and sad way because I love, love being sad. That that's that's deep <laughs> and it's it's no it's such a just a, a real thing we, we that artists do we're able to take things that don't feel great and like make a thing that is great so that's like super real 
And so your guesses about what the theme could be um, based on the writing, like dating, dating in the 20s, I'll let you do the honors. Trey, what was the theme that was given to you? The word that was given to me was reset. Mm. And so I contemplated on the word, percolated on it for a while. Mm. And I have to say, because I'm not from L.A., but I live in L.A. now. And when I got here, everyone told me that it was going to be a lot of superficial people. I have actually met the most amazing, phenomenal, fantastic people out here in L.A. that aren't anything but superficial. So I just want to throw that out there as a balance. I love to hear that. They're here. They're they're here. You can find your circle. There's some creative, fine, intelligent, loving, warm, um, really connected people out here that uh, that are artists that I would love to introduce you to so that you don't have that single situational feeling like they're all superficial. I love that. How long have you lived in L.A. for? I moved here in 2001. Oh, oh my God. Okay. Because <laughs> yes. I was going to say, if it's been like a year, I'm like, give it to. I know, right, but, right, right. Um, no. Okay, I believe you. Yeah. Cool. I moved out here in 2001, and I love it. I'm really glad I'm here. I feel, I mean, I don't want to turn this into like a messy episode, but I... I <laughs> Let's get into I it. I mean, just Let's with, get messy, uh, <laughs> With the topic of dating, even specifically dating in LA or like just dating in life in general... It's amazing. Some of the things that you're saying about, like, yeah, hopeless and sadness and despair. Like, to say that and to hear, like, hear someone else say that is, like, mm-hmm. facts, heard, word. But also, there are a lot of people who are very happily with people. So, I don't want to turn this into, mm-hmm. like, the dating sucks episode. But, like, yes, I do. But then I don't. <laughs> I'm curious. I'm curious for each of you, if as much as you feel like sharing, of course, we don't have to get all up in your business. Not but, much to share. Well, <laughs> what, I guess, well, is your, your current outlook on, like, love and dating, all that stuff? I definitely did a reset post-lockdown and was like, let me try this again. No, I hate it. Bye. Um, so I'm curious to know for you all, where where are you in that whole thing? Somewhere between... <laughs> Nothing (laughs) and almost nothing. (laughs) So it's just like every time that I've had like a sliver of hope, I'm like, oh, oh, you're just visiting. Oh, you live in Florida. That's why I died when I saw that like in your piece. I was just like, "Mm -hmm." mm-hmm. And um, that's pretty much just been my life, yeah. And like I'll meet somebody and I'm like, okay, this is great. And then they'll say something that's just really, like, bizarre, almost. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's your red flag. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, lot, lots of those. But, yeah, I'm just like, how hard is it to be normal? Like, I just, I just really want someone that just, like, enjoys cats <laughs> and walks and, like, I'm because listen, I'm a total homebody. Like I might seem like a ball of energy, but when I get home, the PJs are on in five seconds, and I am a potato. Yes, <laughs> like the shoes come off. Like uh-huh. I'm in the bed with the cat. It's <laughs> game over. So it's just like whenever like I meet somebody, I have to make sure that they can match that. And I'm like, it's so funny. Like I'll go on one date and it'll be great, and then the second date they'll be like, Hey, do you want to go out to this club and like all this stuff? And I'm like, No. <sighs> No, I don't. It sounds ridiculously not fun. Mm. Maybe I'm just lame. I'm probably lame. But seasons. 
Yeah. <laughs> seasons. There's mm. a seasons for clubbing. <laughs> like, I haven't I haven't had a clubbing season. Mm. Mm. Me and West Hollywood. <laughs> like between like the age I feel like 26 and 29, I was just like all about clubbing and hanging out and just like exploring and figuring out who I am and like what's out there and the crazy, <laughs> the good, the bad. You know, and yeah, in Los Angeles, there are so many different like demographics and like cliques and like organizations and societies and clubs that you kind of realize that a lot of people are friends with people that they're working with. Even if it doesn't look like work, they're usually like talking to each other because like, oh, they act together or they write together or they, you know, make music together. Like there's always something that's connecting people, but it's kind of like always a hustle. And I think that's, you know, some for someone coming out from outside LA coming into it, it might come off as like, well, everybody's just fake because no one actually just wants to have a genuine connection and just get to know me for me as a person and not for like what I can bring to the table. Hmm. Yeah. I, I've heard that before. And it's true because that's kind of, that's LA. <laughs> that's hmm. like, since I was a kid, like, that's just Los Angeles. There's always something going on. And I think this just has everybody wrapped up in something. And once you live here long enough, that's just like the circles you end up running with. Hmm. Yeah. 27 going on 75. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> well, I remember listening to NPR a while back, and it talked about how that most of the friends you have for a lifetime are ones that you either grew up with in childhood or met in high school or college or your first job. And mm-hmm. those become your long-term friends. And I thought... Man, that seems so limited. I want to keep making new people and new friends throughout my whole life. And I thought maybe it's different for me as an actor because I don't have that stationary job that lasts like 30 or 40 years. I'm always mm-hmm. new jobs and new people. So I thought maybe I get more exposure to different people and can meet different people and have different relationships. And so I think I had some real consciousness around wanting to keep revising and, and refining my circle. And I think that really helped, that intentionality around something that I have control over. Mm-hmm. Because we have so little control in terms of, as artists, in terms of how we get work, how it comes to us, all that stuff. But we have such control over what we create. Mm-hmm. And like what you all did, what the two of you did, in terms of creating something out of nothing. Well, out of my piece. Yeah, <laughs> well, okay, it was something. <laughs> but uh, but I, I'm, I'm stunned. And Ryan, your voice... Yeah, can we talk about I mean, that? Let me just <laughs> say, if that's Beautiful. what sadness sounds like, then let bring it on. Beautiful sadness. Bring it on, bring it on, bring Beautiful it on. Sadness. Oh, my God. I hope, <laughs> I'm joking when I say that. I hope you don't meet anybody anytime soon. Keep singing like that. <laughs> but I'm going to put that out there like that for you. I want you to meet as many people as possible. No, please. But I, hope keep, you, I hope you find happiness. I'm ready. We want you to have happy. We want you to get happy. Manifesting for you. Sound, <laughs> that sound, there was ache in that. Mm-hmm. There was pain there was i i heard in your sound and this the music all that pain but and i hate using the word like not desperate but but a feeling of desperation like a feeling like 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 how do i get over this how do i find my way through this and i thought was just really your your voice is amazing. That's very, very lovely. Thank you. It you know, it's amazing. really funny. I recorded this with my pal, Brett Paddock. He does, like, usually all my music with me. He's, like, my main collaborator. And 
he he also like produced the track and everything too. And it's so funny for him because he, I think if I bring him another sad song, he's going to throw something against a wall. Because <laughs> ev- every time we'll be in a session and we'll be like, all right, we're going to write for me today. He's like, all right, well, let me just get really sad now. <laughs> and so it's like turned into a thing that I kind of love, but I also like, I don't know. I like love and hate it at the same time. It's like, I feel like I'm a very energetic, happy person, like, when you meet me in person, but I'm, like, really dark when it comes to, like, the things that, because, I mean, I've had, like, I have a past. Like, it's just, it is a part of who I am, and it has made me a little bit rougher around the edges than sometimes I even like to admit, but I think, too, like, I try to use it in the best way possible, especially when I'm, like, making songs and music. Like, I want to make things that people relate to. And I think a lot of people are afraid to talk about stuff that makes them sad. Because I know, like, when I first moved to L.A., like, a lot of people were telling me, you know, Ryan, you have to make music that makes people want to get up and dance. (laughs) You have to make music that makes people want to, like, just, like, be happy and... I realized at that point, I am not that person. I'm not going to be writing. I'm not going to be the next Katy Perry. Like, I'm not going to be someone that can just make happy music and just be content with it. I just can't Plus, do it. Plus, why would you want to be somebody else? Exactly. And it took me so long to, like, admit that to myself and also be stoked mm. about how sad I am as a person, but in a good way. Like, mm-hmm. good sad. Yeah. I feel like for the most part, like... Finding my musical identity has been, like, a really large part of, like, finding who I am as a person. So, I, I mean, I'm so floored by how different your responses were, your musical responses, and yet it seems like everyone's sort of extracting something. It's like, yeah, I know that feeling there. Yeah, I know that feeling. It's like, how... How do artists sort of tap into the communal, I don't know, swimming pool of feelings? That was a bad metaphor, songwriter and writer. I'm sorry. (laughs) And just, like, make work that people can be like, that piece is what I feel, and I I connect to that piece. Like, it seemed like y'all all all did it in, like, a a different way. I'm curious to know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've— Recently, I found out that from my wife. I found out because we've been together for years and I just realized her and I do not experience the world the same way. As in, I can visualize imagery. I can visualize things. I can see images in my mind when I close my eyes or even when my eyes are open. If you tell me to visualize a purple horse standing in the middle of this room, I can do that. My wife cannot. She says like, nope, blank. Like all, She just can't visualize, but she sees words. Mm. Like, if you tell her to imagine a purple horse in your mind, she'll see the words purple horse. So that was eye-opening to me and realizing that everyone's brains are different, period. We all experience things differently. We all feel things differently. We all have different abilities that affect how we interpret someone else's experience. Yes. And I think that is probably at the root of, like, how we differently interpreted his writing, Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I mean, for me too, like, as a singer-songwriter, I feel like it's just so cool to hear not another singer-songwriter do a response. You know what I mean? Would that be funny? I think that's so cool. No, I think (laughs) it's rad to, like, hear something else, like a different perspective. I think it's really fresh and it's really cool. And 
that's what turned me on to doing this podcast was like the fact of like, I have no idea what I'm getting myself into. I have no idea if the piece is going to be any good. I was just like, I had no idea. Like everything was really up in the air, but I, I just had a gut feeling. I was just like, no, I really want to do this. And it was such a cool experience to like do this. And pretty much just like now has inspired me to like, dang, I can just open up a book and then <laughs> challenge myself to write a song. It's yeah, just so yeah. neat. Mm-hmm. That's the really cool thing about art. Mm-hmm. I think that I, I would like all us artists, all of <laughs> to recognize that we have this amazing gift, this tool that can help us that can relieve us mm-hmm. of our pain or loneliness or our isolation or our circumstances or conditions that we find ourselves in sometimes that we can rely on our art. And that feels like the best gift ever. The gift that keeps on giving. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The gift that keeps on giving almost like it resets. Yes. <laughs> yes. Boom, mic drop episode over. Oh, okay, that was <laughs> You're <bad>. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for joining us on our little group date today. And be sure to tune in next week to join us for a different kind of date. A play date. We'll hear you later. You Heard Me Right is a Spotify Sound Up original series and was workshopped as part of the Sound Up Podcasting Accelerator at Spotify headquarters in New York City. From Could Be Pretty Cool Productions, this episode was produced and edited by Casey Willis. Audio engineering by Isaac Rodriguez. Mixing and sound design by Moon Echo Audio. And videography by Jacob McCoy. Our executive producers are Casey Willis and Moon Echo Audio. Special thanks to Greg Cooler at Lantern Audio, Gina, Baron, Lexi, Caroline, and Simone. From Spotify, executive producers Julie McNamara, Corinne Gilliard, Miguel Contreras, Natalie Tillock, and James Zumwalt. For more information about today's guest artists, visit us at HerdWrightPod.com or follow us on IG at HerdWrightPod. Thanks for listening. 